I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, a huge, like a capital H-U-G-E, huge shout out to Big Pipe Broadband who have sponsored this show right from the get-go. Since day one. Since day one. That's amazing. They're believers. They're our day one boo. Uh, Big Pipe right now, if you join with Big Pipe right now, you can get a month's free internet or any connection by using the code BIGPIPECOMEDY. That's all caps, all run together. Big Pipe Comedy. If you love the internet, you love to laugh, this sounds perfect for you. You get a month free internet. So you just type that in at the checkout. A $49 connection fee may apply. The code again uh, for a month's free internet is Big Pipe Comedy at bigpipe.co.nz. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a face. Welcome along to this week's episode of the, 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 the Mail Games. You know what's weird is that I think I always used to do the welcome alongs at the start, and you've really taken them. It's a new, it's a new, it's a new chapter. It's a new me. I was going to yeah, say it's a new year, but it's not really, unless we've got new listeners and they're listening from this and like. The yeah, beginning of 2019. True. Whoa! Oh my god! If you're listening to this in 2019, can I just say, um, what's how, it like? How are we doing? Yeah, are we are, are we, we huge yet? Are we big? Do we make it? <laughs> um, <laughs> it's crazy that everything on the internet lasts forever. Really, like a ba- apart from like yeah. But do you ever get scared that it's all going to go away? Like especially like because now I'm like, oh yeah, just check your photos up on the cloud or whatever. And I'm like, what if it all just goes in one go? But that's like a big house fire and you lose all your photos as well. Yeah, exactly. That's true. You run the risk of anything. And the main lesson from that is make your memories inside of you. Yeah. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> How do you do that? Uh, I like... I have no idea. Mm. It sort of sounds sexual. Like, oh my God, a wallet fell off a thing and just gave me literally a heart attack. <sighs> Whoa. I think that- I was getting like insightful and then I went to a special place and then like a noise happened and I just freaked It's out. also like just gone night. Like the skies changed to the blue black. Mm, it's sexy. Mm. It's a full moon and there's a werewolf on the loose. Hey, what? <laughs> why are you telling me about, why? Why are we recording this podcast? Sorry, a queerwolf, we- a queerwolf, oh, a queerwolf. Thank God, he won't eat us. Well, tell him I'm here and I'm waiting. <laughs> um, you ready for this week's fact of the game? I'm always ready. Okay, so here we go. This isn't really like gay, re- like this isn't like a gay fact. Like the, I, I found it on a gay website. Yeah. Um, called shout out to the Gaily Grind. Do you know how I found this website? By the way, how. There's a guy on my Facebook who constantly shares, like, really perverted articles, like, quite publicly on this yeah. Facebook. It'll be like, interview with a man with a, the longest cock in the world. Or, like, I suffer from boners. Like, like really intimate stuff. But he's obviously, like, reading in, like, a horny way. Yeah. And then he'll just share it on his Facebook. I'm like, that is such courage. 
That but is amazing. It's, it's like, very bold. I wouldn't have that cut. But it's also like, please stop posting this because I yeah. check Facebook at work Oof. and these articles are like everywhere. I've definitely got guys on my Facebook feed that'll that'll share things like um, an article that's like, women don't actually need to orgasm. You know, like something like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Your friends <What>? rock. <laughs> <laughs> women don't actually need to orgasm. <laughs> And they're, and they're right. suck your cock and it's fine. Yeah, and yeah. on the top they're like, interesting read. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Here we go. So this is off the Gaily Grind. Um, shout out. Up until the mid-1930s, it was illegal to publicly flaunt the male nipple in public. That's amazing. It's so That's a strange. crazy fact. Um, what constitutes publicly flaunting? Men were forced to wear nipple-covering swimsuits prior to, 1930s, prior to 1936. Oh, this is American-related. When it became legal to expose nipples in New York State. Wow. In the early 1930s, a group of men gathered on Coney Island to fight for their right to swim. And some. this feels terrible considering like all the free the nipple stuff that's happening now it's taken another like 80 years we're like this is outrageous um but then also like it's just always happening right now to women all the time in the early 1930s a group of men gathered on coney island to fight for their right to swim and sunbathe in shirtless swim trunks see this is nothing to do with gay culture but it's on this website because they're like you're horny you like nipples yeah it's so wild in 1935 another group of Brave male <laughs> protesters. <laughs> thank you. I just want to say, take a little moment out to thank these people for their <laughs> brave work. <laughs> Got themselves arrested <gasps> in Atlantic City for hitting the beach while bearing their torsos. Then in 1936, these men legally gained their right to show their nipples in public, laying a foundation for existing New York State laws that allow women that allow women to be topless wherever a man is legally allowed to be. Yahoo reports. What? That took a jump. I... There's a leap into the future. There's a leap into... Today, women can still be charged with public indecency, disturbing the peace, or lewd behavior for going topless. Whoa. Oh, man. Uh, Louisiana, Louisiana specifies that female breast nipple in any public place or place open to the public view with the intent of arousing sexual desire or which appeals to... I've never seen that word before. Purient interest or is patently offensive can receive up to three years in jail for Whoa, the first time offense. Three offends. years in jail. And that's the current law. Or $2,500 fine. Yeah, that's fucked. That's crazy. And then this goes into a big free the nipple article, which is great, but we won't dive into that. That's so weird that the, the like intent for, like what do you define as intent for arousal then? Like basically if a man's like, I'm aroused by that. Yeah, they'll be like, well, oh, you probably were intending for that to happen. She's like, literally. She's like, no, I just didn't want tan lights. Yeah, a mozzie jumped down my top and I had to, like, get it out. Have you ever sunbathed naked? Never. No, neither. But this ballet. Go <laughs> off. Ballet dancer that I do. <laughs> this follow. porn I watched. <laughs> no, I follow this ballet dancer. His name's Reese something. He's so good looking. And oh, yeah. he. He often does Instagram stories where he um, he's sunbathing and then he, like, puts his phone up and then you see that his butt's out. I'm like, damn, that's brave. Uh, yeah, I guess it's brave. It's all, I guess the sun is like safer over there, but I'm like, that's a great way to just get a really burnt ass if real you, quickly. If I did that in New Zealand, I would get so burnt because that skin has never seen the sun. And, yeah. Also, you've got to get someone to apply sunblock to your ass. Like, at least yes. you can do it. I guess you can do it yourself because you you're can like, absolutely what, do you it. can absolutely. When it, in saying it now, it's easy. The yeah. only part that is hard to put sunblock on is the middle of your back. Yeah. But even then, like, it doesn't you can feel that hard. It, yeah. nah. it always feels impossible at the beach. I'm just like, well, how am I, I going to face this? I need someone else to do this. Yeah. There should be a machine 
that like squirts sunblock out like a wall and then you rub up like a post that you rub up and down that is literally the smartest thing I've ever come up with on I this. can't imagine anything worse than being at the beach and looking over and seeing a guy like rubbing his back up a weird a machine a quick rub up and down but you get, no. a, you get a firm application of sunblock no I disagree with this and who's paying for this machine the is council it co- is it coin operated no no, 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 no. Because sun safety is our problem. Do you know how easy it is to be like, hey, friend, I've come to the beach with. Can you put something? Even, sometimes I have been asked by strangers to do it. That's awesome. Yeah. I well, love that. And I'm happy to help. Like, no sweat. Um, it must have been so good back in the 1930s for people with, like, kids with back knee. I was a teenager with back knee. And so for, I basically, I literally got worse at swimming because I was too afraid to go to the pool or the beach. Um, mm. I had that I had that crazy thing with my chest where I've only got my one pec yes it's called Poland syndrome and I've only got my right I'm missing my right pectoral muscle like your pecs um, and so I was really self conscious I was like I've got oh. one man boob and nothing like I am a monster and like we just like try these really weird ways of like disguising it so there's like lots of photos of me at the beach and I'm like one arm slinged over my chest oh. but then I like fully learned to love my body but That's great. for a long time you do not too much to be honest almost like, I'm like flaunting it yeah. uh, but for a long time it was like any way that I was like, buy me a rash shirt. Yeah. But God damn, I hate the feeling of a rash shirt in water or a it's t-shirt in water. I'm just so like, I'm being strangled alive. Oh, we once had to do this swim safety course at intermediate school where yeah. we had to put on a full outfit and a jersey and then they chucked us in the pool Whoa. and they're like there's a boat crash try and survive and then we were just like had to like kind of wade in the water being and like drowning in our heavy clothes Whoa. and they're like don't take them off you need them for warmth <gasps> and so we just have to keep hold, like keep these clothes on but trying to keep float while all this our clothes this is terrifying it was so stressful also when when in 2007 I mean obviously this didn't happen in 2017 but like when are you going to be on a sinking ship um the Waihine disaster. Okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that one boat disaster. That's true. My great grandmother was on it. Incredible. Um, so that I've you forgot t- it, and yeah. that's part of your history. I know the rich tapestry of my life. Um, uh, what was I just gonna say? Something about swimming. Oh, I remember. Like, um, I would try and take my shirt off, like be the last one to do it. Like, yeah. Whereas now I'm like. First off. Yeah, I'm like, when I get into the car to drive to the beach, I'm like, it's already off. Sorry. You recently bought a Speedo. I did. How was that? That's a big call. It's, I feel like Speedo is an international culture. Like, overseas, like Europe, it's huge so Speedo culture. Normal, yeah. New Zealand are like, bodies, mate. Put on your fucking yeah. bodies. I reckon, <laughs> yeah. And I, I would, I'm always too afraid to wear it. And this is at least one other person doing it already at the beach. You're right. Which is hard. Sort Do you sad. prefer swimming in a Speedo? Uh, yes. Here's the thing. You're talking about swimming with a shirt on. The difference between a speedo and, and shorts is the same difference. Like, right? The, the, you get no drag back. It's basically amazing. we were born to swim naked. Yeah, that's and anything true. else is just like artificial, and you just don't need it. Yeah, um, I don't think it's good for. Like, it makes me very anxious about how my body looks, though. And so it's a lot things, of pressure. A lot of pressure. I was watching an episode of Fire Island, that new logo. Yes. Show up was not new. It's kind of old. Um, about. It's a reality TV show See on Fire Island in, like, Overseas in America Where like all the gays go And like It's like Waiheke But full of gay men Yeah And they're all in speed Like every single one of them Is in like the same speedo Oof. And I was like That just makes me wanna I just That freaks me out Yeah like, Not that I have a problem with speedos People wearing speedos But I just like I just do not have the confidence for it mm. 
There's so much that you have to have in order in terms of your... Like, I actually know. You don't. Those are stupid body expectations. Like, yeah. anyone can wear a Speedo, but I just, like, don't feel comfortable in it. It's a very... Yeah. I don't know if I'll wear mine again. Maybe. You've still got it, and still there's still it. another summer, and you could just, like, get that yeah. confidence I'm going to tongue next week. Maybe I'll wear them. Pull it out, mate. Yeah. It doesn't take long. It's very small. Just whip it out. Yeah. Uh, cool. Speaking of speedos, the theme of this week's episode is heroes and villains. Yes, and um, <laughs> did you like that perfect segue? Absolutely. Well, because there's definitely been a hero or a villain who's worn speedos. Robin and Batman and Robin. I feel like he's kind of wearing little green speedos. Fuck! I have such a throb for Robin. Mm. Like whoever plays Robin as well. Chris O'Donnell was very good looking. I mean, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was like the promise of Robin at the end yes. of, I was like, damn, he'd be hot as Robin as yeah. well. Yeah. Jim Marlon Wyans was meant to be um, mm. Robin in the Tim Burton ones, but then... The kooky, the kooky. I've multiple... I mean, this is just a terrible uh, like, uh, image of how the movie the industry works, but Billy D. Williams black actor was going to be Two-Face and they replaced him with Tommy Lee Jones and Marlon Wines was going to be Robin and they replaced him with Chris O'Donnell uh, whitewashing I mean it's not whitewashing because those roles weren't necessarily <laughs> any race yeah but uh, still bad they're still stink still isn't it? sucks but why it's an interesting like it's kind of a random theme but it was brought out of a conversation we we're having over mm-hmm. Messenger Right, a great app. Huge, shout, huge out. shout out to Facebook Messenger Facebook. and Mark Zuckerberg. If you're listening, please thank you. Give us ten billion dollars. Um, about the de- the depiction of villains and like basically iconic Disney movies, but like yeah. ultimately all sort of movies, really. Yes, and how they're all slightly camp and a little bit gay. I would say not even slightly. I would say they're <laughs> full on camp and very gay. Mm. Almost every single villain ever. Yeah, really. As soon as someone's a villain, like, and I guess it's like because uh, you get to like choose scenery of the villain, right? Like it's like as the actors portraying villains, they're often like the attitude is you get to go as big as you can, and yeah. going big means basically that people end up going real camp. I wonder if this harks back to like pantomime Danes, Day, Dane, pantomime, pantomime Danes. If it was harks back to pantomime Danes, no, pantomime, the pantomime days. Oh, pantomime Danes is a theatre company with just dogs. <laughs> oh my god, dogs <laughs> and wigs. Dogs and wigs. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Do yeah. you know what I would kill for? What? A dog and a pantomime horse. So you've got like one <gasps> dog and then yes. another dog who's stuck at the back of the horse. Oh, where do those legs go? Out the other end. Uh, I don't, Does know. Have- I don't know. I haven't thought that bit through. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's but a- you'd kill for that. I'd kill for I it. I would kill someone to see that. <laughs> I would literally... Kill the first person I next see. Yeah. Uh, no one in this room. You're safe, Patrick, our new producer. Because <laughs> you're too <laughs> bloody cute, mate. <laughs> and, yeah, because they're, like, pantomimes often done by theatrical societies. Theatrical yeah. societies... Filled with gay men Yes And Really? What? <laughs> what? And those men um, Usually cast as uh, Very good performers It will yeah. be cast as a villain And will often give Like a very Kind of campy performance mm. And I wonder if it's That's where it starts Might be yeah Because it's something Very pantomime About like You know Like all of Disney's Villains say Yeah Jafar w- is very Like Villainesque, and I guess like the idea of being like openly villainous as well. Like that's not really something that exists in real life. I mean, it does a little bit, but like, <laughs> um, but yeah, being openly a villain, and I guess like being like, yeah, no, you're right. It doesn't. 
true like no one's really that's a theatrical thing to do so people are now like i'm just honest and frank like yeah i'm like just roll the tony laren is that what her name is that oh. horrible she's like a villain she's an absolute <laughs> but she's not painting herself like, like she doesn't no. have like a cape on kellyanne conway is a bit of a villain in a way that i <laughs> weirdly kind of admire, I'm, she's obviously evil but I still admire her a little bit she's a little bit camp like yeah she just is just the way she's sort of put together well she reminds me of so I, the, like the number one villain that I really want to talk about today is one of my favourite things of all time which is Cruella de Vil, particularly not in the animated movie but portrayed by Glenn Close Glenn Close oh, so in 101 happy. Dalmatians yeah, and 102 it's Dalmatians so good. it's coming back hey eh? they're really? remaking it oh Emma Stone it's Emma Stone Ugh. I know it's I'm weird because I'm not I a big f- fan of her anymore. Yeah, I've gone off her as well. Oh, it sucks. The th- weird thing is, like, I don't think she's ever been bad. Any- I don't think I've ever seen her be bad, but I just. She's. You know what? She's very theatrical and therefore might yeah. actually be great in this role. But oh. ain't she ain't Glenn Close. She ain't no Glenn Close. Like, just get Glenn Close to do it again. Bring her back. She'd be so keen. I love Glenn Close. Same. She's amazing. She's such a great performer. Her entrance in How to Run Away, where you kind of, like, see her shoes first. Yeah. And then you see, like, her back of a shot. You don't see her face for a long time. I also love it when her hair goes into kind of, like, the big kind of afro. Um, it gets all, like, done up. It's such a look, like Krilla's look. With the black on one side and the white on the other. And just amazing. like her coat and then she's wearing this like amazing boots mm. and I feel like whoever designed that, like when the 101 Dimensions first came out, which yeah. was like ages ago. Yeah. Like they had the eye for what, like they were like, she's going to have amazing fashion. That's the yeah. crazy thing with these villains is they're always dressed so well. To like Maleficent nice. is... Like a oh, banging look, gorgeous. Imagine that. Even Jafar, down the runway. like you're like you look great. You're yes. well put together. You're neat. You're tidy. Mm-hmm. Fro- like here's a strange one, but like Frollo from um, Hunchback of Notre Dame, the old priest dude. Oh yes, he's very gay. Yeah, he's super. And gay. he's really neat. Like he's like really no. There's no like tattered sort of. Mm. That's true. He's all tucked in and he's ready to go destroy the world. Any I love the like, commitment. Like, so Corilla Deville is committed to wearing just black and white at all times. Yes. Amazing. Yeah. There's <laughs> dedication. If I knew someone who did something like that in real life, I, I mean, like, the people that I know, mainly I know people that just, like, commit to wearing black and only black. And that yes. is, and it's legit. They always have great clothes. All the, They always look good. It's like, I just, I don't know, somehow ended up with a wardrobe full of Zambezi and it's all black. Ugh. But they're always like, oh, I'm so boring. You're like, you know you're not. You know you're, you look you, great. you know you've spent lots of money. Yeah. Um, people, if someone, if I met someone who only wore black and white, I would not be friends with them, I don't think. I'd be like, we can't be friends. Really? I'd be like, I'm just into like checkerboard. I'm just like, done. I'm not, I can't do this. Yeah. It's not something, like you would notice it right away. It's not something that would slow that you'd be like, wait a second. They were, you would you're... immediately, you'd be like, because not many people wear just black and white. Mm. Or, although... If you were in like black dress pants and white t shirt and like Doc and then, Martins. And then like Vans, the black and white t shirt. The Vans. Oh, God, yuck. It's a bad That is the worst work. look. <laughs> if you're wearing that right now, burn your This clothes. is like slight shade to our one of our dear friends who used for a while used to wear like white t shirts and black suspenders <laughs> and, and a like a top hat. hat. <laughs> he wouldn't oh. ever listen to this. That's very funny. Yeah. No, he, he likes this podcast. Oh, whoops. Uh oh. Oh, well, there that goes. Yeah. That friendship's down the Google. That 10 year old friendship, done. Toast. Um, what's your, who was your, who do you remember as the first villain that you truly loved? Mm hmm. <laughs> Good question. Mm-hmm. Easy. Wicked Witch of the West. Oh, huge one. Great one. Thank you. Iconic look. Yeah. 
very camp as a Super as camp. a performance. But oh also, to be honest, every performance. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. And the Wizard of Oz is camp. Like, every one of her friends is like, the gay is like, the guy is like, yeah, put him up, put him up. Like, so gay. <laughs> the Tin Man as well. Oh, like, and the Munchkins. It's all, it's just the gayest film of all time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the Wicked Witch of the West, that performer, I've watched her audition. I, fuck, I forget her name, forgotten her name, but her audition tape as well is really incredible. The I'm melting, I'm melting moment is. It's so good. Yeah. It's incredible, and she's frightening, uh, but she's, it's a good look. Yeah. She's kind oh. of ugly. Like, they've given her, like, a scary nose and stuff, like, and the green skin. Yeah, and she's, like, hunched over. Yeah, she but. She doesn't stand with well, she's, oh, she's sort of, yeah. Do you know what we're, do you know who also were quite gay in that film, and kind of villainous? Her henchmen? The monkeys. No, the, the, oh, yo. Yo, they were like oh, soldiers yes, with the hats. Yeah. They had like green skin as well, and they were like, it was sort of yeah, they were a little bit camp as well. I also think the winged monkey. Like if I was doing a costume for a slutty party, <laughs> yeah. I might go as one of those winged monkeys from great. Yeah, a yeah. slutty Wizard of Oz party. Yeah, it's a great theme. Slutty Wizard of Oz. <laughs> That's so. Oh no, I don't think that is that hard. I would go as. Um, Three like in group of three, yeah. it would be the lollipop guild. Oh, amazing! <laughs> like slightly but scary. <laughs> I go as the, um, the 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 wizard, but you know how he pops his head out at the end. It's like a curtain, but just my dicks out. <laughs> yeah, you're just wearing a velvet curtain and nothing else. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Naked under a velvet curtain. It's beautiful, beautiful. It's beautiful. beautiful. Okay, my favorite villain of all time. Yeah. Uh, is Catwoman as portrayed by Michelle Pfeiffer in the movie Batman Returns. Yeah. I love it. And Actually, that, there's some good villains in that film. Oh, huge. Danny DeVito as the Penguin. And yeah. Christopher Walken is like the evil businessman. But uh, I think when I was young as well, I think I was like, I, I tried, I was like, I think it's because I think she's really hot. Like she's really sexy and powerful and I like that. Yeah. But now I realize it's because like I was admiring that in a t- kind of like I was living through her, not, not living watching it, you know? Mm. Do you know what's a funny one is Poison Ivy? Like, Amazing. It's so amazing. But like, wasn't early, like, I feel like Poison Ivy's reborn again. Like, we all love Poison Ivy again. But yeah. for a while, we were a bit like, she was like the Harlequin of mm. that, like, people dressed up as Poison Ivy for costumes. And you'd be like, yeah. oh, you're oh, a nice no. fucking red wig, mate. You know, like, we'd kind of <laughs> roll our eyes. <laughs> fucking red wig, mate. And it was like a bit basic. Like, even as like a, like a 10 year old, I was like, oh, Poison Ivy. Get it, you shut know, like up. shut up. Plants you, suck. <laughs> you, you know, but it's like the go-to costume. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But, but, n- now, but now I'm like, there should be. A, I, you know what? There will be a fucking Poison Ivy movie coming out. I well, no, they're making one with all the bad girls from Batman, like yeah, like Harley Quinn and and Poison Ivy <sighs> Catwoman all together. You hate Harley Quinn? No, I hate how everyone dresses up as Harley yeah, Quinn. Same as the worst. Like every costume place you go to, there's like heaps of like Harley Quinn outfits. Anytime a couple. 
a hetero couple dresses as the Joker and the Harley Quinn. I'm and like, the, yeah, I want to die inside. This is wait, like a Heath Ledger Joker, right? Oh yes. Oh, but also Jared Leto Joker as well. It's oh. pretty bad. But I, yeah, whenever I see a dude dressed up as the Joker, Heath Ledger Joker, I yeah, I crumble. I guided it as his audition for drama school. Oh, no, we want to play a game like that. <laughs> <shit. laughs> That's sore, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> what's that? I feel like he's oh, oh, maybe he does a smile or something. He says something like, you got yeah. a smile. You want to know how I got this smile? <laughs> Fucking, we're out. doing beautiful service to Heath Ledger. He's He's an incredible, an performance. amazing performer. Thank you so much for Brokeback Mountain. That is Heath Ledger is the Joker, though. I kind of avoids being like campy, really. Yeah, that's one that kind Doesn't of breaks he? the rule a little bit, and that's why it's one of the better so no. iconic. Well, whereas Jack Nicholson's one is like campy as hell. Everything, any Batman thing post. Christopher Nolan Batman was campy as hell. You mean pre Christopher Nolan? Pre, Batman, sorry, yes. post. Pre, I mean pre. Yes. Pre come pre. Um, isn't pre come a weird thing? It's Jim Carrey so- is so camp in Batman Forever and infuriating, and he's in skin tight green. Yes, and is he the Riddler? Yes, he's the Riddler. It's so funny with like a cane. Yeah, <laughs> never give a villain a cane. I know. Yeah. Oh, she's not a villain, but um, amazing Edna from The Incredibles. <laughs> I just when I was like never give a villain a-. but I feel like she'd like she'd just be like she'd take the work and she'd like design an outfit for a villain yeah she's great she's a great that's Karen. a great movie and the bad guy's very camp in that as well yep he is I wrote I tried to write down a list I was gonna do some quick fire icon or tricon with you but then my pen I bought a beautiful pen from Muji and it leaked all over the book oh no and all over my hand which just goes to show that I should never be organized do you have any or literally the first one you try because I want to like play the game okay I didn't write I wrote down about four in the end and I'll look at my phone for some as well and I'll try not to get like distracted all of the ones I've written down we've already talked about so there you oh, go oh fucking uh, hell well are you happy <laughs> oh you know who I love as a camp a camp villains is both Robin Wright and Kevin Spacey in House of Cards I haven't seen House of Cards, oh, so don't it. even bring it up. I haven't watched this since past season two, so uh, I also probably shouldn't talk about what they are very... Actually, uh, Jim Carrey as Count Olaf in And that's got so many camp performances as well. Jim Broadbent, Meryl Streep. Yeah. Did you know, have you watched the Netflix version? No. It's the same director. Really? So it's like he got a second chance at making his vision. And it's really good as well. It's got John Cusack's amazing in it. And Neil Patrick Harris, right? He's good. But he ain't no Jim... He ain't no Jim <laughs> Carrey. Listen, I, I do like Jim Carrey. Yeah. Like, people kind of... Ro- he's creepy, but he was amazing. He like, was amazing. Ace Ventura was like heaven. Yeah. The Grinch? <laughs> Grinch? You mean the... Yeah. Can't get enough of him. Cool. I was going to do like a weird saying or something. I'm just going to search ultimate villain... Of all time and see what happens. I just want uh, of all. I wonder if it's like Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, they all wore Hugo Boss. Did uh, they? Of the, course they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Oh, they're all like yeah, like horror movies. It's not really what I want. Jigsaw's quite camp though. Hannibal Lecter's pretty camp, to be honest. Hello, really Clarice. Camp. Hello, Clarice. Yeah, he's he's super he's super gay. Actually. Have you ever played a villain? In a play or a film, uh, at drama school, I had to play a Nazi. Whoa, how's that? Horrible! It was yeah. the worst time of my life. 
uh, I had to pretend to shoot all my classmates. Drama school sucked for that reason. It was amazing for so many others, but that was like a really bad time, that one. Was that in an actual play or just an exercise? Here's a really funny story about that. It was like a workshop performance. So like the director could like chip in every now and then, like give us notes. Oh yeah. So the opening of the play, there's like all these clothes on the floor. And I'm addressing all these like Jews in this ghetto. And I'm like, you know, some of these clothes are men, some are women, some are mm. children. And then the director could at any point like yell out during the performance a note and we'd have to like take it on board. Yeah. Because I was like, this isn't, this is still in its process. Ugh. Yeah. And so he's like, I said, some are men's, some are children, some are women's. He goes, more light. He's a German director. Yeah. Um, and I was like, okay, cool. So I like took that note on board. I was like, some are men's, some are women's. Like try to make some are children. So make the and what he was trying to refer to was the fact that I had missed a line, more light, and the lights were off in the theater. But I was trying to like make it like a lighter Nazi. It was so bad. <laughs> I love that. The campus villain that I played at school was also for a workshop performance. I played Malvolio in uh, Twelfth uh, Night. Malvolio. He is the gayest character he's of all the time. G- and he's always played by like the gay man of the th- amateur yeah. theatre society yeah. or whatever. Or the one who hasn't come out yet or yeah. whatever. I was cast as Malvolio when I was in the closet at drama school. Yes. And following me, another gay guy was cast as Malvolio. Yes. Time for the heteros to have a turn with that role. Yeah, but they, have some, they could have some fun with it. They could have like they play around with That's it. That's such a gay play because also isn't Sebastian and Antonio have a little bit of a gay thing as well? Yeah, it is mm. a bit. Shakespeare was a bit gay though, wasn't he? A bit, a lot. Oh, do you know who's a good villain who I don't think is that camp in Pan's Labyrinth? The baddie and and that oh. he like smashes a guy's face in with the bottle and stuff. Yes. Oh, there's been some good. Um, Villains on Orange is the New Black as well. Do you watch it? I've watched like the first uh, two seasons. You got some catching up, up to, to do. do. You know what happens? This is what you happens. Got with some these shows. catching up to do. To do. If, oh, I've been working on my Nina Babina Brown impression. Oh yeah, great. <laughs> I had one for a while as well. Yeah, let's see this. Okay, before y'all come at me, I just want to say that like I've been hearing what you're saying. That's and- good. That's good. <laughs> I just feel like you could come in here and it's like that kind of like the, 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 like it's like a, the, your top level is low. I just feel like I feel really attacked right now, and I just want you to say that yeah. it's kind of I've been taking. No, this is not what I'm saying, but I just want to say that you don't. Uh, yeah, no, no, no. Before you come at me, uh, she just say, oh, her, she drove me nuts on RuPaul's. I, I loved her, and then I just it slowly all melted away. But now she does Instagram lives every day, and I keep watching them every day. She's on Instagram. She's live, Instagram hey. living all the time. Oh, and she's got it in for Shay for playing Black China. Still, let it go. Let it go, Nina Babina Brown. Basically, guys, it's hard to concentrate on heroes and villains when uh, RuPaul's is coming to like a really. It's it's, it's the vital moments of the show. But the yeah. grand finale is like two, a week away, uh, and they're going to crown the ultimate queen. There's lots of people when we talked about this last time messaged us being like, I haven't watched the show, but I'm just starting to watch it. Yeah. Just, we just got it on New Zealand Netflix. So basically New Zealand is just yeah, yeah, it's like you kind of had to know or like illegally download it. Yeah. But I've illegally downloaded a lot of stuff. Mm, I'm watching season seven at the moment. They're all beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful season. Yeah. Um, what, is there anything else? I mean, we've kind of just said that they're kept, but without even like really pulling that idea apart further. We don't always have to pull every idea apart. We have to. Okay, we're not your we're not your teachers. That's ain't uni, mate. <laughs> we're just going to give you the observation. And this isn't a PhD. It's just a bit of fun banter. What, who are the gay heroes? Is the question. Um, That's the question. I think Christopher Reeve's Superman was pretty gay. 
Mm. Um, also, most superheroes. Wonder most Woman. of men until recently. Wonder Woman, absolutely. She's gay for real. She's bisexual, right? Bisexual, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Which is it. why it's kind of I don't know about how I feel about in the movie she like falls for Chris Pine so quick and you're like, oh. who, who, who wouldn't? Though? Who wouldn't? He is. He's the what a resurgence! Best. I feel like we all kind of forgot about him and then suddenly everyone's like, Chris Pine is, is everything. Amazing. He kind of looks a bit. Better, a bit rugged, I reckon. Yeah, like, I he's agree. A little rough, you know, he's like thirty-eight. Oh my god, and he's never looked better. He looks fantastic. I love a bit of a daddy. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, it's good. Did you watch Lois and Clark? That was one of my favorite shows growing With up. With Terry, Terry Hatcher, Hatcher as Lois Lane. Oh, there's lots of kind and of Dean Kane ca- as Superman. <laughs> there's lots of camp um, villains on Desperate Housewives. Oh yes. What's the name of that guy? And he's also in. Um, Another movie at the same time. Uh, I can't remember the guy who is who, he, he marries Brie, right? And yeah, then, yeah, yeah. Oh. Another one, and also the blonde woman on the show. Oh, they, oh, sh- Evie or Edie? Yeah, I think she's called Edie. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, love it. I loved when she became like they started putting her in the posters because they were like she's, she's the fifth. We all love she's her. the fifth Desperate Housewife. But actually, we should just have a whole episode dedicated to Desperate Housewives. I. Was crushing on Jesse Metcalf so, so hard. hard. He was like, my yes. He was like, I, my, I tell people oh that Eva Longoria is my favorite one because I was like, she's the most beautiful. But it was because she got she the was pork boning yeah. him. Uh, the amount of times I was searching like Jesse Metcalf shirtless. Oh my, <laughs> like all the, I'm like shirtless. Oh Jesse Metcalf shirtless. He was so hot. He, was so hot. he made me. <laughs> I, I think because of Jesse Metcalf, I was like, you have to got shave to your chest. Oh right. <laughs> I got into gardening. Got into gardening. I did amazing hedge work <laughs> on my body here. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> on my pubes. Um, Yuck! I'm, I've said pubes in the last episode and in this episode. And it's got to stop. Nah. Just say it. No, pubes are never going away. Unless you wax them or laser them. Laser removal. Yeah. Which uh, you know, up to you. Basically, it's up to person. We we want it. We should do an episode on manscaping. Oh yeah, yes. Um, but yeah, Terry Hatch is so interesting, right? Oh my gosh, she's wild. She's kind of I put her on like a similar plane to Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, kind of like can't place her. Always around, kind of not there. Yeah, but there's something about her that's ultimately fascinating. She was getting paid the most on Desperate Housewives uh-huh. and deserved it. Oh, she was working also, long hours. Good singer. Oh yeah, she I sang a bit on that she show. She sang a bit on the show. I just loved her kooky character. It was always like falling out of windows and yes. stuff. Yes, she was like the Ross of Office uh, yeah. Vibes. Like Ross and um, her character would be great together. They would. No. Oh, bring back Desperate, Desperate Housewives. Desperate Friends. It's a mashup show. <laughs> it's a mashup. That would be <laughs> the friends the worst. moved to the burbs, or the housewives moved, moved to, to New, New York, York City. Oh my god! You literally saying that gave me goosebumps. <laughs> Sometimes this podcast is just a brainstorming session a for the tag. best ideas ever. It's a space for you to like connect with gay men, but also a space for great ideas for new television shows. Yeah, we're there. We're in. We're we're a network. Okay, so I think one of the reasons that villains are camp, right? Yeah, is because, um, like what I was saying before, that 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 type of human being does not exist in real life, really. Right. So. I think that became a vehicle for actors, writers, directors to just yeah. go wild. Yeah. And that's why it's so camp. It's just like this free, it's a free opportunity to do something crazy. 
Yeah, I agree. And there's also a kind of thing about like a grudge or a sort of a secret or a hidden past mm. in these characters, which is like very relatable to people who have su- like who have dealt with hiding their sexuality for a long time. Totally. These repressed feelings create like are also great combos for villainous characters, which is like kind of sad, but also just like, they're my, they're our favorite characters in movies. So what's so we sad about them. that? There's, I don't think you can reveal an evil plot without being a bit theatrical as well. Like, I don't think you can matter-of-factly be like, I've planted bombs on two separate boats, and you must choose one to blow up. Yeah. I don't know why I'm using... That's the Dark Knight. <laughs> Which, <laughs> when he reveals that, it's not okay. It's like, okay, so there's two okay. boats. Okay, Batman, you listening? You listening, bitch? Okay, there's there's two boats. There's also two bombs. Get this, bitch. One, bo- one bomb on one boat. <laughs> Two bombs, two boats, one heart, one decision to make. It's yours, Batman. Love you. Love you, peace, bitch. The Joker. Joker, JJ, the Joker. (laughs) Hey, it's me. Jared Leto's the Joker. (laughs) You hate me. Everyone hates me. I'm the worst. (laughs) XX, the Joker. Um, I, yeah, there is something very interesting about that, like revealing a a, a plot and it not being like, there's like like a bomb villain thing as well. Villains prepare their attacks like gay men plan parties. It's like totally. basically how it works. And it's all about. But I get this at 11 p.m. The lights are off, <laughs> and we're all wearing white, which is when the UV lights get on. Behind this curtain, I have stored four Shetland ponies that are ours for the evening. Do with them what you want. But ride them only. Yeah, no. And with adult supervision. Adult supervision, nothing sexual. That's terrible. I love the idea of hosting a party and then revealing the plants. Like, thank you for coming and thank you for bringing your blindfolds. Pick a partner and blindfold them. Lead them around the room. You'll notice a scent in every room. (laughs) I want you to to name the scent. And whoever gets the closest answers to the scents that I put in those rooms. And the key is to a basement. The basement is filled with. Four kegs, each with a wine from a certain area in France. If you compare the countries of each wine, then <laughs> you will get an avocado. Inside the avocado's <laughs> pip is <laughs> in this <laughs> a tiny cassette tape. <laughs> Basically, you know that you're never going to get to the end of the party. There's just going to be more and more plans. Yeah, it's like a weird like hangover movie or something. Yeah, and you're, when you're doing it, you're like, oh god, I don't want to do this, but he put so much thought he into this. On, We've he got has, to do it. Have you been to Jason's Christmas parties? They're amazing, oh, they're so but you need to take the week off because not because you'll be hungover, because you'll be working you till. Might. It's an escape room. It's basically an escape These room. Parties are escape rooms. That is a great theme for a party. It's like <gasps> ten shots. We should set up our own escape yeah. room. So we've I, had so many good ideas. We've had literally a hundred this yeah. episode. Yeah, it's been really good. We need to go and work on those. Yeah. Okay. So we've got a lot of work to do, but basically, like, look out. For Eli and I's The male gaze Escape room Yeah Coming soon Basically you're in a big closet Yes And you have to get out And the answer Is yourself It's your It's your, it's your, your truth Your, your inner, inner truth. truth That's what you find at the end You think it's math But It's no, actually no, it's your, your inner, inner truth, truth. It's, it's like once you, you be out. yourself You're able to get out of the room Yeah um, And thank you so much To bigpipe.co.nz They're our sponsor And we love them We love them so much They allow us to be ourselves Yeah they do And we will let them be them and everything in our escape room is run on Big Pipe Engineer. Thank you, Big Pipe. Bye-bye. I'm sorry, Mom. It's not a phase. It's the male game. Yeah.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.